Hi, it's Raina G. Long time, no talk, right? Probably over a year. Um, Even though all my podcasts are still up and on iTunes, etc., a lot has happened. A lot. And uh, I had some medical stuff I had to take care of for myself, because if I don't take care of me, I can't take care of anyone else. But it's getting better. Um, I thought that last November or... I think it was last yeah, and then last November, 2016, on election day, that things were going to be wonderful after that, and man, they're just worse, aren't they? And it's hard to remember all the things that we need to remember, so that we understand why we are where we are today. Um, you know, I've written a couple books in the meantime. Uh, you, you might want to look up "America it Was Just an Idea" and Hillary Clinton in a nutshell, because oh, and The Facebook chronicles, the rants and rages and um, prophecies, etc., from the Obama years. Those books will help you remember how we got to where we are today. It still misses a lot of stuff. I mean, the things that are in the news right now about what's going on with this GPS fusion company and the Uranium One, the uh, so-called collusion with the Russians, which Trump is not a part of, and they have found nothing after a year. But it's now starting to come out who really did collude with the Russians, and we knew that all along. But remember how we got here. We had a man who went to the DNC many years ago, 2004 or 5, and lied about his heritage, his background, what he thought should happen. But also, in between the lines, people heard what he was going to do. He was going to try to fundamentally change the United States of America. And... Unfortunately, after eight years of fraudulent elections and everything else, he did. Um, He tried to level the playing field, and all of the DNC believed that Hillary would be next in line because it was her turn. So a lot of stuff happened during the election cycle, which I'm not going to go into because it's old news, but try to remember what he did when he first got in office. He returned... Winston Churchill's bus to England, even though it was a gift, because he's anti-colonial, okay? His father was anti-colonial. His father came here on a special kind of scholarship thing that um, Harry Belafonte and somebody else set up for black people from from Africa to, to get a higher education in America, and got that higher education and went back to Kenya and tried to, and and succeeded in Um, pushing communism and socialism in Kenya. Um, That wasn't really his role model, because his role model was Frank Marshall Davis, who was a communist. His mother was a communist. His grandparents were communists. I mean, if people didn't realize that this man was coming from a communist background to push communism on America, they're a little slow. Just a little slow. So, you know, he gets gets into office. We've got all these stimulus going on. which some people finally started fighting back against and marching against because they didn't want any more spending. That didn't do any good. And we had Obamacare, of course, which was Hillary Care, which actually was Ted Kennedy Care. Um, and I'm not even going to go into the history of what happened to JFK and Bobby and who was responsible for that, but, but you know, do your homework. Um, we had the IRS scandal where the IRS was targeting conservatives and Tea Party people. And, of course, 
Lois Lerner pleaded the fifth and has had nothing wrong happen to her. She still gets her money, her pension, whatever. But we've been talking about Fabian Socialism. The Fabian Socialists were here in the early 20s, actually before that, but they became prominent in the early 20s, pushing their theology, which was basically socialism. And um, if you weren't up to speed or you weren't necessary, you could be eliminated. And if not, you'd be used. Um, that's been going on forever. And, you know, open borders and um, uh, Islamic, Islamic stuff that, that, that Obama pushed on us. There's a lot of things that he did that we don't even know about. There's a lot more illegals in this country than people realize, over 11 million, probably closer to 20 million um, who vote Democratic, just like they put the blacks on the plantation to vote Democrats, Democrat, and now some blacks are realizing that they were on the plantation and they need to get off because they don't do anything. The Democrats don't do anything for black communities. They just use them for votes. So now we have a whole bunch of illegals. They don't do anything for them either, just use them for votes. So they want open borders, no walls, no anything. And Obama said, gee, the wall is basically done. He said that in 2009. 5% of the wall is done. So that was a lie. But um, open borders comes from George Soros's open border, open society ideas. And of course, Soros's money is involved in everything that's going on in America and abroad. He um, destroys currencies and he destroys economies and he gets more powerful every time he does. We, If you look at the Communist Manifesto and their 10 points about how to take over a country, they're basically, they've hit every point. Our educational system, our kids were under common core, they're now being indoctrinated into Islam, the textbooks have been rewritten, the history has been rewritten, um, religiously, uh, one of the biggest voting blocks in America are the Catholics, as they are in many countries. So they got rid of Pope Francis Benedict, and they put Pope Francis in there, who is obviously a global globalist who believes in the New World Order. Um, you've got the uh, the CDC and the pharmaceutical companies working together and giving kickbacks to Congress, so that we have all these vaccines that are destroying our children and destroying our elderly people, and making people sick. I mean, this flu virus that's going around actually came from the vaccine not from, you know, something in the air. More than, oh, what is it, 400 holistic doctors and doctors have been uh, showing up dead, I guess is the way to say it. Supposed suicides where they shoot themselves three times in the back or, you know, um, beat themselves up against the wall until they beat themselves to death or whatever. We've got that going on because they were trying to expose the fact that we have cures. There are cures for all these things. They're natural, like cancer and, and ALS and Alzheimer's and all these different things that we have. We have cures for, but they keep them hidden because pharmaceutical companies are not in business to cure us. They're in the business to keep us sick. Otherwise, they'd go out of business, if you think about it. Okay. Um, then we have Hillary, of course, who was promised the presidency if she would be the... the uh, Secretary of State for at least four years, and of course told, you know, you can do what you need to do money-wise being Secretary of State, so that was exciting. She lost $6 billion while she was at the State Department. They 
work together to overthrow, you know, Gaddafi in, in Libya and Mubarak in Egypt and cause chaos in the Middle East, and then ran guns to people who are our enemies. Because one of the, the goals was, and is, and, and they're still trying, I believe, um, to deplete our military and make us a banana republic. Well, that's not going to happen in America. It's just not. Um, and we showed that. We showed that last November when people showed up and God showed up and said, nope, you're done. Um, Obama divided the, the nation. We'd been, we were kind of done with racial problems. And this is for people who listen to me in a lot of other countries. We were done in America with racial problems. You know, here and there, we had some stuff going on. But basically, you know, it's just a melting pot. And people kind of, if you're a decent person, you're treated decently. If you're not a decent person, I don't care what color your skin is or your heritage or your last name or whatever, you're going to get caught or you're going to get put down because we have decent people here. We don't like liars and thieves and um, anything else. We want people who believe in the American dream, who want to help humanity and be an American, and uh, and basically, you know, believe in God in many ways, follow the Ten Commandments, whatever, or at least the Golden Rule. And the people who are who are being pushed in here by Obama, um, they're not like that. They don't care about Americanism. They want Sharia law. They want to implement uh, their theology and make us follow them and not the other way around. I mean, we can't go into Mexico and say, you better all speak English and do this and that and the other, and, and we're going to vote in your elections, but they can in ours because of the fraud. Um, so he divided us, you know, we know that. Um, abortions, body parts being sold everywhere, human trafficking, sex trafficking. This is one of the largest. Pedophilia is huge, and it's global. And if you're listening from another country, it's it's near you. You just have to look for it. And then we have Uranium One. You know, Hillary sold America's uranium to Russia. Um, and actually, there's a lot of Americans who like Putin in some ways because, because he's Christian, or he says he is. Um, but... It, they saw, they saw him more of a leader than Obama was, so they kind of like Putin in some ways, and they don't hate Russia. So, okay, but the whole Uranium One deal was started by Bush, and for those of you who were Bush's supporters, read my books because George H. W. Bush, Nixon, the CIA, George W. Bush, the Clintons, and Obama, for the last several decades have got us where we are today. And, and Bush was all part of that. Um, Fast and Furious, Eric Holder, he's now going to run for president. He says, well, he got Brian Terry killed on the border because of his gun running to Mexico. He was held in contempt of Congress, but nobody ever did anything, didn't even get a slap on the hand. So, and you know, and that's the FBI and the DOJ, the Department of Justice. Obama weaponized them. I believe that Bush began it. I believe that Clinton understood and wanted it. And I believe that George H.W. Bush, who was the CIA head for JFK's murder, also began a lot of this stuff. And I hope they all end up in prison. Okay? Um, and then comes along Donald J. Trump. Yep. He's a braggadocious philanthropist, builder, multi-billionaire. But for 30 or 40 years, every time 
this man was on a talk show or interviewed for whatever, he said the same things. We need to be doing things with our country and stop trying to build others. We need higher wages. We need more employment. We need the infrastructure fixed. We need better health care. We need to secure our borders and keep our people safe. He said this when he was 37 years old. He, he got into office at, at the age of 70. So he's been saying it for a long time. He told Oprah Winfrey on, a, on, a, uh, on her show, I guess, when she asked him about running for the presidency many years ago, he said he didn't want to. He loves what he was doing, and he, he always will. He loved building, and you know, the apps, there's problems. If you've been anybody in business, you know that you're going to get attacked by people who aren't happy, and <coughs> you're going to um, um, have people say things about you that aren't true, and there's going to be some things that you do screw up with and that you try to fix one way or another. But the man was a builder and built an empire, I mean, basically. Um, and some people liked him and some people didn't, but all of the politicians and Hollywood people loved him because he would give them money. They asked for it, he'd help them. And many times he helped people with no one knowing about it. It wasn't for a, for a photo op or, or publicity. He did things behind the scenes. You know, he, his car broke down, his, uh, his limo, um, many years ago. And this guy got out and helped him and fixed the car, and he said, you know, what can I do for you? And the man said, nothing. You know, this is being neighborly. Well, Trump figured, found out who he was, traced him down, and two weeks later his mortgage was paid off. Um, there was a skating rink in New York that for nine years they kept trying to fix it. Nobody could fix it. He got tired of the eyesore, and he said, give it to me. I'll take care of it. Three months later, under budget and way ahead of schedule, the skating rink was complete. So what did he ask for in return? He said, no, I want to ride in the parade. So he rode in the parade. Big deal. Um, but the point is, is that since he's been in office, he's changed a lot of things, okay? Hillary was supposed to win. Um, he's, okay, um, well, just think about it. Think about what she was doing while she was Secretary of State, her secret server, and... Valerie Jarrett's uh, secret trips to Iran and um, what was happening with the IRA and then what Obama gave to Iran and the Iran deal, um, how Hillary's husband, when he was in office, gave nuclear stuff to North Korea. So, uh, so in, 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 in other words... Um, when Trump got into office, when he says he inherited a mess, he did. Every agency had been infiltrated by the Muslim Brotherhood, including the White House. All of the agencies had been corrupted um, to the point of bribery and money laundering, etc., to push for Hillary. So not only did they try to stop Trump from getting into office, but then they tried to get him out of office once he was there, and they're still doing that. They're still doing that. Now, people say, well, why can't you just fire everybody? Well, civil service people can't be fired in America just like that. You know, yes, Hillary was supposed to win. Um, and so everybody was in lockstep to knowing what they were going to do. And Obama figured he could get away with murder, which he has and she has, because if she got elected like she was supposed to, it'll all be buried. The statute of limitations would run out. Nobody could do anything. And if anybody did get caught, she'd pardon them anyway. She did say to Donna Brazil, who came out with a book um, several, multiple months ago, talking about what happened during the campaign, and 
uh, how Donna Brazil was upset about Seth Rich, who was murdered. We know who did that. Um, and, you know, so she knew that she was in trouble because she certainly wasn't trying to campaign and she was sick anyway. But she said if those so-called, you know, blah, 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 uh, with an ERS on the end, win, we're all going to hang by nooses. So fix this shit. That's what she said. And I don't swear, so you won't hear me say those words. So she knew that, you know, there wasn't enough fraud going on. There were four million fraudulent votes at least. And the machines were set up by Soros to, to flip votes if necessary. And they were already congratulating each other, thinking that she got the last four states. And then suddenly it went the other way because God stepped in. And all of a sudden they saw this state and that state and this state and that state going to Trump. And it almost killed them. And I think she almost killed most of her staff, including Billy, because she was supposed to win. And she has spent more than a year telling people why she lost. And it's every excuse in the book, everything you can think of. There's, you know, it's, it's women being stupid, it's the misogyny, it's this, it's that. It's Comey came out with the FBI director, came out with the email stuff, and even though she was exonerated before she was even interviewed, um, he shouldn't have gone on, on television. And it's, uh, it's uh, I don't know, it's even, you know, racism because they hated Obama, so they voted for Trump. <laughs> You know, there were, a, yeah, there were a lot of women who voted for her because they're not very smart. They don't know history. They don't know her history. I wrote a book called Hillary in a Nutshell. You can f get that book on Amazon. Um, and it talks about her whole life starting back there in Arkansas. You know, Hot Springs, Arkansas was a hiding place for a lot of the mafia from Chicago. They'd go down to Hot Springs and nobody would touch them, gamble and hang out and just hide out. And Billy was down there, and he don't think he didn't talk to all those people and know how they did what they did, and he they became mentors to him. <coughs> She's down there, and she works for the Rose Law Firm, and next thing you know, we got, we got, uh, <coughs> excuse me a second. Sorry, we're still having, you know, coughs at, at things going on here, but next thing you know, we have Whitewater. And next thing you know, she's making, <laughs> on a $1,000 investment, she can she makes $900,000 within a month. How do those things happen? But that's Hillary. And so get that book. And America was just an idea. really goes back to, I think I was 13 years old when JFK was murdered. And I didn't believe the story. So I waited for the Warren Commission report, and I read it and read it and read it and read it over and over. And I was only 13, but something bothered me. And um, I guess I was a history buff then, even though I'm not, I didn't, you know, get my PhD in history or whatever. But I just didn't believe it. But life had to go on. I was only 13. And um, it was a sad thing. And it was politics. And I wasn't interested. I was like the millennials these days. I had other things to do. I had to go to school. And, blah, 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 and I went to the military. I joined, I enlisted in the Marines and had to deal with Vietnam and and, of course, Johnson. And Johnson took over after uh, JFK was killed, and then the, the Vietnam War was escalated. How? Via a false flag event that we could blame on the North Vietnamese and China and anybody else we wanted to because it was set up by the CIA. Well, how would they know to do that? No, George H.W. Bush. That's how they knew. And the CIA has been doing this forever. Uh, well, especially since 1963.
So I had to put up with Johnson, and that's in the book, and, you know, what he did and how they manipulated people and what Johnson said about black people. He said, I'll have those niggers voting Democrat for the next 200 years because he'd get them dependent on government handouts, which taxpayers pay for. You know, when we are out of money because taxpayers can't pay anymore, what happens? People riot in the streets because nobody has anything to give them for free anymore. So we had him. We had we had Carter, Jimmy Carter, who gave away the Panama Canal and started the whole housing thing that became the housing bubble that Obama capitalized on. We had the Clintons who brought all of their baggage from Arkansas into the White House and... Um, and and their baggage, their problems continued with, you know, fraud and deceitfulness and lies, et cetera, and, and Billy's uh, things with women. Um, you had George W. Bush, who only became president because he didn't know what else to do with himself, and his father told him to. So he followed his father's lead, and he, and he did all this, you know, Afghanistan stuff. Well, there's a lot of questions about 9-11 anyway, but... But it turns out that I wasn't wrong about him because now he's, he's showing his true colors. None of the Bushes voted for Trump. They won't say who they voted for, but none of them voted for Trump. They're globalists. They want the new world order, one world government with one you know, um, group or collective in charge of everyone in the whole world. So if you're in Italy or you know, Spain or France or Russia or China and you're listening to me, it, that that's what they want. They want everybody under that one umbrella. But to do that, if you listen to Bill Gates, you know who he is. He's also the father of many of these bad vaccines that are out there, but he won't vaccinate his own children. Um, if you listen to him, he's part of the Club of Rome and other, other organizations that are under this New World Order um, theology that believe that we have to get rid of two-thirds of the world population first so that everybody can be handled by this new world order. Well, they're going to get rid of the old people. They're getting rid of babies. You know, they march. We got Nancy Pelosi in our Congress standing up for eight hours trying to defend dreamers. They say 800,000. It's really many more than that because of their extended families. But, oh, we have to, we have to do this for them because otherwise they're, you know, they're, they'll die. These are children. But they don't care about 280,000 babies being chopped up and aborted and sold uh, every year. They don't care about another 250,000 children who are missing because they are sex trafficked all over the world. And that's, you know, the transportation is provided by our CIA. So they don't care about that stuff. But, boy, those people who came over here illegally, they have rights. Well, Americans don't see it that way. Americans actually believe in the rule of law. We were brought up that way. We were taught that way. And as long as there's anybody over 40 still in America, which they wish there weren't, um, we're going to let people know that. So that's a real quick catch-up to what's been going on. You know, podcasts can't be very long, but understand that, that the deep state, which Hillary is part of and Obama's part of and... Now the DOJ and the FBI are a part of um, has been has been causing things to happen, whether it's massacres in Nevada or shootings at schools or uh, whatever. Um, they've been causing things to happen for a long time, and it's because they want power. 
and power and money go together. So they launder money. Hillary was getting millions of dollars for favors. That's pay to play. The Uranium One deal, you know, she, she got millions of dollars into the foundation and Bill gets to go to Russia and give a speech for an hour for $500,000. And you won't hear any of this on mainstream media, none of it. But look what Trump has done. Look what he's done. Black unemployment is the lowest in history. Hispanic unemployment in America, the lowest in history. You think Hispanics who work here want illegals here? No, they don't. They don't want to fight for those jobs. Do you think blacks want to stay on welfare because they're black? Some do, but most of them don't. Ben Carson came from, Dr. Ben Carson came from a, a little shoddy shack and had nothing and is the most famous brain surgeon in the world, a black man. Yes, he had to struggle. It was hard. I had to struggle. I went to the Marines. I had to struggle to go through college. I wasn't a millionaire. I didn't have a bunch of money. Just because I was white didn't mean I got a job. And, you know, I know there's white men make more money than women, and that is still a problem. So what is the left doing? They're feminizing the men so that they don't get the jobs that <laughs> that they used to get. I mean, it's just ridiculous what's happening. But, um, you know, Trump has a he, he, he got a, a good conservative in the Supreme Court. He's... Um, uh, He's in reinforcing the borders so that illegals coming over is down 70 to 80 percent now. He's got an attorney general who's going after the, the um, mob, basically, the uh, MS-13 members, the, the cartels, the drug cartels, etc., and, and deporting them. And if countries won't take them... They're going to get tariffs on them, or they're going to get restrictions on their trade, or whatever, or they're not going to get any more money from us. This is all a good thing. I mean, people have to take care of their own countries. You know, they have to, and just like we have to. We have to stop worrying about what's happening in in uh, China and Japan and try not, you know, go build their democracies or Iraq and Afghanistan. And how about we start rebuilding America? Because even our youth don't know what America is. You know, my kids, I brought them up knowing the Pledge of Allegiance, and we stood for the flag, and we stood for the anthem, and I still do. And now these kids don't even know what it is. I taught them orally what the history was behind why they were here and what they were supposed to learn in school. And they had good teachers, but they're growing up, and they're grown up. My youngest is 30, and uh, her kids are going to be in schools where they have prayer rugs and wear hijabs and here you have the Iranian women in that awful society that they have to live in taking those things off and risking their lives to do it and burning them but here the American feminists that's what they call themselves they want to wear hijabs and they want Sharia law they haven't read the Quran they don't know what Sharia law is they don't understand where women stand in that in that ide ideology and you know the way that Islam takes over places is they kind of nudge their way in. They lie. They use taqiyya to protect themselves. And uh, once they get infiltrated, they, they then rise to power, like they are in Michigan and Minnesota, becoming council members in small towns and then um, imposing Sharia law immediately. And women don't understand why they have to be all covered up. And if they go out... Um, with a dog, how they'll be beaten and it's okay. And it's all right to rape a nine-year-old because she's an adult. 
and it's women need to be raped because otherwise they'd go to heaven we don't want that and bad women especially if they went out without a man beside them so i mean there's just i i've done the quran stuff and and you can look it up on on the podcast site I actually went through the Quran almost line by line, just like I went through the health care bill, um, and explained what Sharia law is all about. And, you know, you can have Muslims, well, we don't follow that. Well, if you read the Quran and you're Muslim, then you do. Because it tells you if you don't, then you're just as bad as an infidel. So, yes, you do. You believe in it. You might not actually do it because, you know, you're not forced to. But if you were in a group and they said, stone that woman, or you will, or you will be stoned, you'd stone her. Because it says in the Quran that you should. So, you know, I don't want to hear, just like Catholics too, they have a certain, you know, mandate as a Catholic. You better do this, that, or the other. Cross yourself and do this and bow at the pew and blah, 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 or you're not a good Catholic. Um, this, things with religion are huge, but Islam is not a religion. It's a theology. And it's been pushed on us now, and if we're not careful, we're going to become England and France and all these other places that are demanding that those refugees, that's what they call them, refugees, go back home. You don't want to become an American, go home. We'll help you. I'm sure that we could get people to get chartered flights out of here and take you back to wherever you want to go. Blacks in America who continue to call themselves African Americans, they've never been to Africa. But if that's what you want to be, you're not an American. So go back to Africa, we'll help you. We'll, we'll set up the transportation, we'll let you go. You don't like our flag, you don't like our Constitution, our Declaration of Independence, then you don't believe in America. So why are you here? You don't want the American flag at your school, you don't want it hanging anywhere so that you see it, then why are you here? This is America. We have our flag. It's getting a little tiring, isn't it? Anyway, um, I'm going to cut off now because I should, because it's too long. But I wanted to check back in. I'm, I'm going to try to continue to do this. If I find that the only time I can do it is like 1 o'clock in the morning so that no one bothers me, rings the bell, calls my phone, knocks on the door, walks in unexpectedly or whatever. It's a busy place where I am. And even though my office is um, enclosed and outside and right next to the pool now, it doesn't matter. People still still do it. They just need to come here or whatever. So 1 o'clock in the morning, it's quiet enough for me to do what I'm doing. And, um, and I've been told that I have to get back into it because I haven't been, been doing what I'm supposed to do. And so I'm going to try to do better. And I'm also going to try to do some YouTube stuff um, educationally and make these podcasts a little more than just my voice. But uh, as we move on, know that things are happening. The deep state stuff is going to come out. And say some prayers for... Our president, whether you like him or not, have respect for the office. No other country has what we have. We have an office of the presidency and a legislative branch um, in, in the House of Representatives and the Senate. And we have a Supreme Court. And these are all people that supposedly were elected or appointed because they're Americans and they believe in America. I don't like Nancy Pelosi. I think she's devious and gone. I really don't like Chuck Schumer. Um, I gave Obama a chance for some weeks and then said, now the truth is out. And I'm giving Trump a chance. The office of the presidency is important in America, and it's important to the world. So say some prayers. Um, keep them safe. There's no reason to go after his wife and his child. I mean, give me a break. They wouldn't let that with anybody else. So, you know, say some prayers for him. Then say some prayers for our enemies. 
that they maybe wake up and see what they're doing and to stop taking bribes and stop being afraid and to tell the truth. The truth is very important. Until I come back, um, that's it. Uh, get the books, really. The books will help you. I'm not going to send you to the website because I haven't updated it, but um, the books are America, It Was Just an Idea, Hillary Clinton in a Nutshell, and the Facebook Chronicles, Rants, Rages, Prophecies from the Obama Years. Look it up under my name, last name, G-A-N-G-I, first name, R-A-Y-N-A, -A, middle initial, M. And I'll talk to you soon.